BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Welcome back to an exceptionally special episode because this is the last episode I am recording before I am a mother of two. So weird. Yes. So wild. It feels so good to just like, okay, now I can relax for a little bit. You guys, I'm here with my CEO, Low, Low French, because I was going to do this podcast by myself. It's obviously, it's our monthly pour it out episode, but I'm not just going to be doing pour it out questions. I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, my pregnancy journey. It's been a little wild lately. It's, it's been a little crazy, eventful. There's been, I've, <laughs> I've been in a monsoon. <laughs> Nothing's going right. She manifested Hurricane Hillary. I truly did. You know, I said I wanted to make an adventure-themed nursery with a ship chandelier. And I just, you know, when I when I like a theme, I lean in. Yeah, the universe leaned in, and the, too. And the universe leaned in <laughs> with me. Gave you some water for the ship chandelier. <laughs> yeah. So um, um, I figured I don't really feel like talking to the wall. So I uh, begged Lo to do this episode with me because I'm just like, I'm just not in the mood to talk to. No, solo podcasts suck. People love it when you do solo podcasts, though. Really? Yeah. I feel like I sound so awkward when I do. I think anybody would think that if they're listening to themselves. But you're funny, you're entertaining, even when you're talking to a wall. I don't see. I don't I don't feel like I I am. I do my best. I don't think I'm horrible at it. Right. But I just don't think that that's where I thrive. Okay. well, here I am. Instead of sitting behind the camera, I'm sitting in front of it. I appreciate it. So I'll let you know when it's 25 minutes. Yes. Yes. And then you can pause and start or whatever you need to do with the cameras for this. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Side note. I was just thinking about this. I keep getting tagged on TikTok for all these videos with people who have crispy R's. Have you heard of this? What's a crispy R? Do I have crispy R's? No, apparently. Do you? I don't think I do anymore. Or maybe I do. I don't know. Oh, wait. (laughs) I, so, okay. So I've, I've seen clips of myself from like the early, um, seasons of Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and, I'm like, that's, I sound weird. <laughs> like, I sound different. Like, I, I talked differently, which is normal. Like, if you go, like, when I go back and look at the early seasons of, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, all of their voices are so different. Right. You know, we're aging, evolving, changing. Hashtag growth. Love it. Not talking in a baby voice Not like talking, they all do. Yeah, they all talked in baby voices. But I noticed that I did something weird with my R's. 
But now I don't know if I, I don't think I still do it. Now that you're saying it, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. But I don't think I still do it. I don't think you do either. But Hartford does. What do you mean? Hartford (laughs) does. So it's like this. Okay. I'm going to try and do it. Okay. Okay. um, Like what's a, what's a word, a word, word. Okay. That has an R and R in it. And you know what I heard it the most? It was when I said a home wrecking whore. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> when I like, I heard it the most. Or like, servers at other restaurants just want to be servers at sir. Like, it's this weird way of saying an R that I don't. I think it, there's like a slight crispy R that I have nowadays, mm-hmm. but it's not very heavy. Yeah. Um, Hartford does. When she says what? More. More. <laughs> Oh, my God. More, more, more. And I hear her say it. And I'm like, did is that a is it hereditary? Is it hereditary? I don't I don't know. But I get tagged in crispy R videos all day saying like what? Like, oh, this is how Stassi Stassi. Schroeder talks. Yeah. They're like, Stassi needs an honorable mention. Stassi has crispy R's. And I'm just like, I, I don't think I do, but I can't hear myself anymore. I don't think you do anymore, but I know I do know what you're talking about from past Vanderpump Rules seasons. Yeah. That's really funny. It's when so did it go weird. away, do you think? I don't know. I'm COVID. not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> A lot of me died during COVID. Maybe that was part of it. R.I.P. Crispy Arts. It was part of my growth. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. I just I I thought that was funny. I like getting tagged in those videos. Yeah. Because I'm just like, it reminds me of Hartford now. So I'm like, oh, I hope that I just like passed this down to her. I wonder if that's going to stick. I don't know. Like her cute little toddler lisp. I know. Yes. It's, it's so, yes. it's so cute. And I love how she says yes instead of yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who, <laughs> As I say, yeah. No, I don't know who taught her that though, because I have been catching myself saying yeah instead of yes. And so I have to correct myself because I want her to say yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who is doing a great job parenting? Because that wasn't me who taught the Yes. I have no idea. Bo but talks to her in Italian. Great. She really is. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I am nine months pregnant. I am almost there. I just got back from a doctor's appointment. I hate these weekly, these weekly appointments. They're so pointless. It's just to check my blood pressure and then do a little ultrasound, make sure the baby is okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I know the baby is okay because I feel him all day long. He hurts me. He hurts me so much more than Hartford ever did. Yeah, that's so interesting because initially you were like, oh, he's so sweet and like he doesn't move that much. Like he's just softer. And like now all of a sudden. So I have, you guys, I have an interior placenta, which means that your placenta is like on top of your belly. And so because of that, his movements have always been muffled, which was like kind of a bummer. And Bo couldn't really like put his hand on my stomach and like feel them as, as strongly as he did with Hartford. Um, But now I've noticed that like, I have so much more, inner body organ pain yeah you're always like holding your side yeah like my sides or like I feel my bladder my ribs whatever organs that I don't even know what they are in pain like being hit and kicked weird like I will I was just like laying down in bed last night watching Domina Mm -hmm. it's a period piece you guys go check it out season two just finished airing um and I was literally like, I don't think I can handle this anymore. Like he's beating up my 
my insides wow. and I like feel the pain everywhere. And I just felt like that was so interesting. That is interesting. Like Hartford, I never remember that. But Hartford, I could literally like see her arms and legs like shoot out of my body. Like she was just like trying to escape. Scary. But anyway, yeah. So I had my doctor's appointment and he's like, yep, everything's fine. I'm like, cool. Why do I have to drive all the way to Century City? Or, <laughs> yeah, Century City for this. It's far. Yeah. Like it takes up like half of a day. You know, there are things I need to be doing. Can I be doing this at home? They need to give like ultrasound at home ultrasound things for people who have their OBGYN far away. It's just pointless. I mean, I'm sure that exists. Like you literally like low. I'm I'm telling you, you drive there once a week. Yeah. Just to pee in a cup, get your blood pressure and your weight. So you're saying that, but I have a friend who went to one of those routine appointments and went straight to the hospital after it. So I know that that's that's a thing, <laughs> especially with blood pressure. Yeah, which so, is what happened to her. Yeah. So I know a lot of people that that did happen to my neighbor that happened to. So every so time that's why you do it just in case. I know it's just like it. You'll it's, only have to do it for a couple more weeks. I know. Or any d- any day. Any day. Yeah. Any moment. And this is the thing. I was so ready to start trying to naturally induce labor. Like I was ready to start like going on walks, maybe even have some sex, drink castor oil, insert primrose up my vagina, whatever it is, you name it. Eat the crazy salad from like Santa Monica or wherever it is. Like everything like I did everything last time with Hartford Mm -hmm. um I don't know if any of it worked well she was still what two days late two days late yeah so I think you just like to feel like you have control yeah 100 percent. well like that is a thing so that's why you do those things I was so ready to start doing that and then obviously the whole nursery thing happened I talked about that with Taylor in pop culture hour um and now we just like don't know when the nursery is going to be ready again. So so now I'm wrestling with my emotions of like, do I want to keep him in for as long as possible and, and feel this uncomfortable or do I want to stay on track and drink some castor oil and just try and like do the damn thing? <laughs> I mean, no matter what, when he gets here, that room is going to have holes in the walls and the ceiling and the floor. Cool. Love your optimism. Right. So I don't know. When when they came today to like start like gutting things, I was like, he was like, when are you due? I'm like, um in like (laughs) I well, I said like what it was. I said what I was due. I was like, you think it could be done by then? And he was like, Well, and he seemed like it was a it could happen. But then they didn't do anything today. Well, yeah, because there was like all these issues with my insurance and stuff. And I'm like, fuck. So that's what I mean. Like he I think that unfortunately, when he arrives, the nursery won't be done just yet. So don't base your decision on that word, you know. Okay. well, my hospital bag is packed. Yes. Um, If you guys want to, I filmed a whole video on what is in my hospital bag. If you want to go watch that, that's on patreon.com slash Stassi for our the good, the bad, the baby tier. Um, But let's talk about like my my top favorite things that are in my hospital bag. Okay, Number one, you guys, I really wanted to have special slippers. Oh, the slippers were a big debacle because... I'm a shoe girly. Right. I love shoes. That's like my favorite thing. Besides my jewelry, my jewelry is my favorite thing to put on every day. And then my shoes. Like mm-hmm. those are my two 
that's that's my that's what makes the, my world go round. Right. Okay. And so the slippers are my only way of wearing shoes in the hospital. So I'm like, I'm you know, I'm not just going to do the normal like comfy Ugg things. Love an Ugg slipper. I have a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I need a little bedazzle, a little sparkle. I want to lean into a theme. And so I decided on these uh, Lane Lanes London, L-A-I-N-E-S London slippers. They have all these different um, like bedazzled patches mm-hmm. on them. And I found some that are margarita themed. So for it. it sounds cheesy, but you guys, it's not like the slippers still look chic. Yeah, because it's like navy blue. Yeah, they're they're like cute patches, not kitschy. Yes, they're not kitschy. They're like it's chic. It's elevated, right? elevated bedazzle. And because a margarita is the first thing I want after I give birth, like that's all I've been thinking about for nine months. Like I just miss margaritas. That just felt like the right thing to do. So that's my favorite thing. Also, I've decided. So last time when I had Hartford, I just brought like a black robe with like a black tank dress. And I just felt so like, blah and disgusting I'm like that I know I'm gonna feel gross like once you like get the IV in you and all that like I'm somebody that like doubles in size like I swell so much from IVs so I remember that happening so like I feel disgusting I know I'm gonna feel gross so I want to do the best that I can to combat that and that is jewelry and an outfit right so instead of the black robe I've decided to do this oversized Skims button down dress because I love a fucking button down. Yeah, it's very on brand for you. Right. I love a button down. Like I always feel put together in a button down. And so if it's oversized and a dress, like I won't feel like like it's clinging to me or anything like that. I'll feel like it's roomy, a tent. I love to walk through life in a tent. <laughs> In a muumu, like I love the feeling of like clothes not being tight on my body. A chic muumu, a chic one. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm going to bring a lot of my gold jewelry. Right. So there's that. This really made me laugh when we talked about it on the good, the bad, the baby, because the thought of you having a baby like skin to skin, and then your jewelry right above his little head. Well, I'm, Bo and I were just cracking up. We'll be above his little head, yes, because I'm not going to wear the type of of necklaces that go, that are long. They will not come in in contact with his head. Yeah, it'll be like closer to the neckline. But imagine, like the first time he opens up his little eyes and looks up, and he it sees gold. gold. Genius, gold and diamonds. Genius. Okay, <laughs> so I figured that's the way to go this time around. It's like I have my sparkly slippers. I've got like my skin's oversized button down dress. I've got my gold jewelry and I've got three extra long chargers. And like, that's all I really need. Have you already done your nails? I mean, I've just been periodically like doing my own gels for two months now. Because remember last time you went into labor and you did your nails? Yeah. I feel like maybe you should do that a couple days ahead of time. Well, no, I just like keep updating them one by one. As I see that one of my nails is like kind of on its like the gel is on its way out okay i'll just do like that one nail oh that's smart so that i don't have to like you know get the whole thing thing. yeah it takes two seconds it's like really easy on my life yeah although i do miss my my nail my nail friend merrick (laughs) shout out to him like i miss him sometimes i'm just like uh maybe i'll just like get my nails done fancy so he can come over but this has just been so easy yeah. to just do. So that's my vibe. Um, and I'm obviously going to bring my makeup. And yeah, 
you guys, I'm going to fucking do my makeup in the hospital and I'm going to look good or as good as I possibly can, because that is what helps me to be a happy person. When I feel good about myself, when I like catch myself in the mirror and I don't look like Quasimodo, I'm like (laughs) that my day is that much better. And so that's I just think that it's really important. Yeah. I just realized something you may have forgotten in your hospital bag. What? Do you need to bring a travel mirror to do your makeup? Because we didn't pack that. Put that in your notes right now. (laughs) Holy shit. Because would you have used like the tiny little mirror in the bathroom? Oh my God. And I'm not going to want to like stand in the bathroom for like, no, I'm going to want to do my makeup seated. Yeah. With the window light. Thank you. For saving my life. You're welcome. Just now. Holy shit. I know. I don't know why we didn't think of that when we shot that video. Yeah. I knew I was missing something. That's that's, that's what it what was. It was. <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole iPad thing. I'm not even going to bring my Kindle. I'm, I think I'm just going to like want to be on my phone and scroll TikTok. I think that's going to be like what I want. You don't want like a backup just in case? I don't know. Like the thought of just like having a new baby in my arms and or like putting him down and having him right there and be like, okay, let me go put on a new episode of right of something. It just feels weird. But you'll be on your TikTok. Yeah, because it's like it's so quick. Yes, but it adds up. It does add up, but like I can quickly get out of it. That's true. You know, like setting up your iPad to like, okay, let me get settled into a show just feels like such a commitment. I also feel like the choice of the show carries a lot more weight. Totally. It's like, well, I watched this show when you were first born in the hospital. And what if it's like a weird show? And, And the shows I watch are weird. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just think TikTok is, is the way to go. Okay. Um, I'm a little apprehensive because, well, obviously, because I'm about to give birth, but like, I'm just scared. I have this fear that my epidural isn't going to kick in in time and I'm going to feel it or like, I'm not going to get to the hospital in time and they're going to say it's too late for an epidural. That's the fear I have for you too. Why? Because what? No, that you're not going to get to the hospital in time because you waited so long and labored here with Hartford. And I feel like women, when they're having their second baby, they, it's like faster. Well, so if you stay here for six hours, what if like, what if it's faster? And what if you end up having to have the baby here or in your car? Bo could never. He, he couldn't handle he it. He would freak out. No, he would freak out. He could not handle that. Well, this is the thing. Like, because hmm. last time you did your nails, you did your makeup. Didn't you take a shower? I took a shower, blow dried my hair, curled it. Yeah. Like, I think maybe we need to act with a little more urgency this time. Just in case, just in case. Well, this is what I'm worried about. Like, obviously, if my water breaks, well, no, not obviously, because my water like kind of broke last time and I stayed at home for eight hours. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, if my water breaks this time around, Mm -hmm. I will do my makeup (laughs) really quick and my hair. Okay. um, But quickly, I won't dilly dally. Right. And then I'll go to the hospital. What if... I mean, your water always breaks, right? No. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. That's the thing. What I'm scared of is that I'm going to start getting contractions and go into labor and like my water's not going to break. And I'm going to be like, wait, is this Braxton Hicks? Is this a false alarm? And then like, uh, then, then I won't go to the hospital and take it seriously. And then all of a sudden I have to have this baby. I'm that's when your water doesn't break. That's when it's confusing. Right. Do you think you'll, you'll remember the feeling? Because you've already had a baby, like you'll remember what you'll be able to tell, like what a real contraction is. I'm hoping 
that that's the case. It's just I remember last time with Hartford, I did have Braxton Hicks contractions Mm -hmm. like three days before I actually went into labor. Okay. And they felt pretty fucking similar. Right. (laughs) Like they I remember being like, wow, it's just they went away eventually. I mean, you do hear about the people who go to the hospital and then they send you home. Yes. Like that. I don't want that for myself. What a fucking buzzkill. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what to tell you. I hope your water breaks because then it's like a clear like, yeah, it's like, okay, this is the moment. Yeah, Yeah. Time to do this. But what if I'm in a pool and I don't know? What if I'm in the shower and I don't know? When's the last time you were in a pool? Yesterday. Really? I went swimming, bitch. Wow. (laughs) I'm impressed. Yeah. But like, okay, what if I'm in a shower? That's also another thing I think of. But do you feel it when it breaks? I don't know, because when mine broke with Hartford, it broke at the top. So it trickled out. I don't understand that. (laughs) Every hour. You guys, I don't know if everyone knows this, but with Hartford, all of a sudden, I felt a little trickle grow down my leg. I was in my bathroom and I'm like, hmm, that's a weird color. And I showed, like, I took a photo of it for Bo and he's like, looks like you just peed out some whispering angel. Rose. And I'm like, I know it does. And then I'm like, is that my water breaking? I'm like, because that was lackluster. That was yeah. lame. That was like not In all very... the movies, it's very dramatic. Yeah. So I texted my doctor and he's like, it sounds like that could be your water breaking, but like sometimes something happens where it's blocked or whatever. So it doesn't like fully come. So he's like, let me know if you keep leaking. So, and I was leaking periodically throughout the night and then I started getting contractions. So I'm like, that must be what it was. So it like broke up top or something and Hartford was blocking it from fully like all coming out or something. Okay. Okay. So I don't know what it feels like to have your water break fully right so like if i'm in the shower i won't know i would hope you would feel it maybe like you might not see it i guess you kind of feel when something's just like flowing out your vagina mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point <laughs> usually you can tell yeah i guess that's a good point i really want your water to break in a big way in front of hartford for her to think that you peed your pants it would traumatize her <laughs> No, the way it would traumatize her. I just think it would be so funny. I have been sharing my hair journey for a while now. I started my hair journey after my wedding in Rome when I realized "Hmm, I should probably be taking care of my hair. It's breaking, it's brittle, all that stuff. And uh, I started committing to a healthier lifestyle with my hair. And part of that has been using whey products, okay? I have heard about whey products for so long because it's Jen Atkins brand and like we all follow Jen Atkins and love her. And I felt like, oh my God, this is like the cool girls kind of like brand of hair care. I started using it now. I feel like what a year ago or however long ago. And I became obsessed. I got rid of all of my other hair products. And like, that's what I use. Shampoo, conditioner, leave-in conditioner, all the different types of shampoos. My favorite products right now are the detox shampoo and the leave-in conditioner. I'm not someone who wears perfume, but when I wear leave-in conditioner, it is like the perfume that I need for the rest of the day. But now, Way has a new product that I've been using that I am obsessed with, and it is their hair oil. 
Okay, I mean, it smells delicious, just like the leave-in conditioner, but this is a multitasking oil. It smooths frizz, it seals split ends, and it gives you this like high gloss, super smooth finish. It also keeps your color from fading. So you can apply it on wet hair or on dry hair, either one, and it protects your hair from heat damage. So it just like kind of is this like all-in-one product that I feel like is making your hair, or at least my hair, healthier like by the second. I love it. I'm so into it. You guys need to try Try it. Live life your way and get your fast fix for healthy looking hair. Go to theway.com and use code Stasi for 15% off any purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com code Stasi. I am not one to gatekeep and especially when it comes to baby things, you guys. I discovered the Dreamland baby sleep sack when Hartford was around six months old and she absolutely loved it. So the fact that Dreamland baby is a sponsor for my podcast right now is just, I feel... I mean, that's amazing. Like when when products that I've been using for a while come to the podcast, I'm so excited. So one of the things I love about this brand is that the founder of the Dreamland Baby Sleep Sack, the whole reason she came up with it is that so her son was six months old and he was waking up every like one and a half hours. She was so exhausted. She was desperate for sleep. And one night she threw this like heavy blanket on him and he just slept so well. So she realized I need to make a weighted sleep sleep solution to help my baby. And I'm telling you, Hartford loved it. I hope that this new baby loves it just as much as she did. She slept so much better. It was so easier just for like me and Bo also. I could not suggest this enough. It's great for your own baby to give as a gift. Love it. Okay. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code Stasi at checkout and you'll receive 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. So go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code Stasi at checkout and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. And that's a whole nother aspect that I'm worried about with going into this is I cry multiple times a day because I'm so scared that Harvard is going to feel left out yeah, or replaced or just like have emotions that aren't good ones. You know, like I, I, I love this life that Bo and I have built for us and this pattern, this routine, the way that we parent together, parent Hartford together, just how we go about our day to day lives like it, it flows so well. And I'm just so scared about all of that being disrupted, which I know it, it will obviously right. will be. Yeah. And that's just I think it'll be I mean, it'll obviously be different, but you guys will find a rhythm. I know. And you'll find a way to keep her involved. I know. Yes, but like, are Bo and I ever going to go on date night again? Yeah, not for a little while. Like, are we ever going to like hang out again? Uh huh. I don't know because the kids are going to go to college at some point. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, I was asking my friend this yesterday. I'm like, so when did you guys get to like go to dinner? Like yeah. after you had your second baby, and she like kept laughing at me, being like, "You're going to be fine. You're going to be able to How go old to are dinner." Her kids? Seven and three. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just have a lot of... You'll be able to. I feel like you just have to make a priority of it. So you set up, you know, babysitters or the nanny or whoever you need and you like make a priority to force yourself to go out. It's just like sometimes it's hard for one of us to just parent Hartford on our own. 
how am I supposed to parent two at the same time by myself? Like when Bo has like football Sunday. So I'm going to be here. You're going to rise to the occasion with a, you're a with mom. Hartford you're a mom of two and a newborn. Yep. So like for night, like when I have to go someplace and Bo has to stay alone with the kids, like he's going to, he's going to take care that of both alone. of them. That's mm-hmm. so crazy in my head to me. Like I get nervous so often taking Hartford out of the house by myself because of all of her tantrums that like, that's just one kid. Right. I like literally say a prayer when I get into the car, please God. <laughs> May today be an easy day because it's just me taking Hartford out. Right. You know, they're like, where do I do I put Hartford in the car seat first? Do I put the newborn in the car seat first? Like, what are the rules? I would put the baby in first because he's easier. He's but then be what if Hartford runs off into traffic? Oh, God. You know what I mean? You should get her one of those little backpacks with a monkey tail that's a leash. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> So that's where I'm at with this whole giving birth thing. Those are my fears, you know, all my fears about Hartford, all my fears about the epidural not kicking in or being having to give birth at home. And um, but I'm really freaking excited. I cannot wait to share this baby with everyone and his name. I was like thinking about like how I'm going to explain what his name means Mm -hmm. last night because I was watching. This will be a hint. Okay, because I was watching Domina. Uh You guys, there is an Italian tie to my son's name. Yes. Okay, which is very confusing for people because so many people are like so close. Right. They think they really know what it is. And they are dangerously close. But they'll never guess what it really is. Because I said on the toast when I was with Claudia, I was like, I was inspired by a name, a a street in New York. Mm -hmm. And that street actually was my first choice of baby name. So the name that everyone's guessing was my first choice for a baby name Mm -hmm. before I came up with this other one. Right. Okay. But this other one, this like this, this, this name that's similar to the street has an Italian tie to it, Mm -hmm. which makes it very special. Did you figure out how you're going to explain it? Well, so I was trying to just like screenshot like the word and like the meaning in Italian, but it it doesn't, there's no like official like Italian dictionary where like. Like with the definition? Yeah. Like okay. it's not very clear. Right. So like I had to like screenshot a bunch of different ways. So no, I didn't actually figure out how I'm going to do it. All right. Well, hopefully you have yeah. a little while. That'll be another task in the hospital. Right. Um. All right. So I think with that said, I mean, is there anything else that that anyone would want to know before I go into labor? I mean, we should share that there will be a couple weeks where there won't be a straight up with Stassi episode. Oh, correct. Because for the first time ever, you're actually taking time off. Yes, you guys. I am taking two weeks off. All right. I'm not going to do straight up with Stassi for two weeks. That's it. The other day I was like really tired and I was like driving hard for like swim practice or something and I'm like what the fuck am I not just like taking two weeks off like why am I I was literally thinking that I was gonna give birth and then go and keep recording two podcasts a week right away and I'm like why am I doing that to myself I've been asking you that question for a month yeah so (laughs) I decided to take two weeks off I'm trying to go over like what show I'm gonna binge watch while I'm in that like newborn nesting mode Mm -hmm. of life that I'm so excited about because ever since Hartford was born like I have 
I haven't been able to just like sit on the couch and lay there all day long for multiple days at a time binging a television show. Right. The only time you can do that is like when you have a newborn or when you're when you don't have children. Right. I'm like, is it a throwback to like your old life it in is. your apartment? In my apartment. Like that's what it's reminding me of. And I'm so excited. And these, this is what I'm thinking, you guys. So yeah. the show that I, the vibe that I want is a, is a show that makes me feel comfy, safe, my happy place. Those are, that's either a period piece. Okay. It's so like a historical fiction, you know, think Downton Abbey or the Medici or Outlander or the Gilded Age, whatever. So like those make me happy no matter what or anything fall themed, autumn themed, cozy, small town themed. And I keep seeing all these TikToks and all these like Instagram posts about how Gilmore Girls is like, they're like, it's about to be Gilmore Girls season because I guess it's so autumn-y and mm -hmm. fall. Yeah. I've never seen one episode of Gilmore Girls, and it might be my time to just watch it. I love this for you. I watched it growing up, and I if you do choose to watch it, I might have to do rewatch along with you as you're doing it because it's such a good show. It's just so me, though, to like watch a show years after it's over and then <laughs> want to talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> That is something you do. No one cares. No one wants to, no one's going to want to listen. But Gilmore Girls is like a cult classic. Like okay. people write hard for Gilmore Girls. And I think probably a lot of your listeners will also want to rewatch it with you because it brings, really? it's like nostalgic. It like brings up all the warm, cozy feelings of fall and like, that's what I want. Vibes and stars hollow. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Like I, I love that I'm giving birth in September. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yep. <laughs> just say too much <laughs> no people no. already knew that okay okay i love that plus what if it's not i mean we still have six days in august <laughs> that's true my you're right <laughs> so i love that like in september to me is like we're in fall yeah <laughs> yeah lowe's phone literally just said her watch just said you can't argue with the truth that's so creepy it, it hurt me see the universe is just like aligned with everything i'm saying you better be careful what you say so i <laughs> i want to lean into fall autumn life i already told Bo that i ordered the pumpkin um pie waffle candles from pure integrity waffle for some reason they're just better than the regular pumpkin pie is that mean that there's maple syrup on them? That must be it. That must be it. I'm into it. It smells so much better than just the pumpkin pie one. Yeah. It's just like it, the the scent is just more nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So the second I get back from the hospital, I'm going to fully lean into like the pumpkin candles. And I just think like, it's like every time I put on Hocus Pocus, because Hartford loves Hocus Pocus, mm -hmm. obsessed. Which one, right? Not two. One. She will never one. let me put on two. It's so weird. Such a good She girl. has a temper tantrum. If I if she sees that I'm going towards the hocus pocus too, because she's the real one, she knows. Is it strange though? She knows. It's so crazy. So she loves to watch hocus pocus. We put it on a lot, and that feeling that I get from watching like the town in hocus pocus, the bike riding through like the woods and the cemetery, and like them walking around the neighborhood, like that's what I want to feel. So yeah. that's why I think Gilmore Girls is the answer. Gilmore Girls has a town square, like the same diner they go to every morning. Love that. It's very like small town, cozy feeling. Love that. Because yeah. last time when I gave birth to Hartford, I rewatched Sex in the City. Right. That I like, my, I spent my whole pregnancy watching Outlander, and then Sex in the City is what I just like 
binge watched. I'm so offended by Sex in the City. My feelings are hurt. They're like, I wouldn't even touch that now. Okay. Yeah. But Gilmore Girls feels like the answer. Now, I would love to hear from other people, any listeners, if there are other fall shows that they're like, you are sleeping on this right now. Yeah. I was trying to think and I feel like Gilmore Girls is a really good one. Okay. But please, suggestions, everyone. I'll take them all. Yeah. All right. So like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got, guys. The next time you hear from me... I'll be talking about my birth experience. Crazy. Ever since I started turning my closet into my closet room into the nursery, I've realized that I have to like streamline my wardrobe. And I also realized that I had too many clothes that I didn't wear. So I'm all about focusing on well-made pieces, classics, like tailored pieces, good materials, luxurious fabrics that I'm going to hold on to forever and want to wear all the time instead of just like having this like jam-packed wardrobe of things that I don't wear. Enter Quince, you guys. I've been so excited since I've discovered Quince. Um, They create timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. And they're for a fraction of the price, okay? The way that they're able to do this, like Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, literally starting at $15. Dollars? Are you kidding? The way that they're able to do this is because they partner directly with top factories. So Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. They're not having to mark up the prices because there is no middleman. It's fantastic. You can get silk blouses, leather jackets. I'm talking really nice stuff. Recently, I just made this purchase from Quince. I didn't realize that they had diamonds. (laughs) They do, you guys. I was on a hunt for this gold croissant ring. Okay. And I was just searching Google, searching Google, looking for a croissant ring. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, Quince has one that has pave diamonds in it. You guys, it was for a fraction of the price. I can't even begin to tell you. It is now my favorite ring that I wear. I wear it every single day on my middle finger next to my wedding rings. Like the one I, I can't believe like how affordable it was compared to everything else I was seeing online. Go look it up if you want to see what ring I'm talking about. It's like so amazing. Okay. Take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash Stassi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Stassi and get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Stassi. So let's get into questions from y'all. Hi, Stassi. I hope you're having the best day. I'm so nervous and I'm so excited to have you hear this voicemail. I also drank way too much coffee today, Um, but I wanted to call and ask you your designer bag recommendations. I have never had a designer bag, mostly because I don't know how to commit to a designer bag. I ruin my bags usually. So I'm always like recycling through different bags, but I just moved to New York and I'm ready to like elevate my bag game. I kind of go through like a small bag when I'm going out and like a big mom bag when I'm going to work to throw my laptop in and all my books in. So I'm open to either kind of style. I'm sure you have a big mom bag, but if you have recommendations for either kind of style, like a small dainty bag or like a big mom bag, I'd love to hear it. I love your style. I love your minimalistic style. That's definitely my go-to. So 
I'd love to hear it. I feel like I don't see a ton of bags on your Instagram. Maybe I'm not hunting close enough. But anyways, thank you so much. And I hope you answer this. Okay. I have a lot of opinions about bags. This is an excellent question because when when I started like making enough money on Vanderpump Rules to feel like I could just like buy things, uh-huh. I feel like I overspent on bags. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that bags go out of style so quickly and they're so expensive. It's like I was having this conversation with you Lo, the other day mm-hmm. about how I don't mind spending money on designer shoes. Again, I'm a shoe girly. So like that, I, I love shoes. But there you get that designer feeling of like having at least one designer well-made item that you're just like really proud of and mm-hmm. you want to wear, but not for the cost of what a bag would be. Right. So it's like, I feel like it's like tricking the system, you know, like you're wearing, you're wearing something designer, but like it's not $5,000. Right. You know? So nowadays, especially now with TikTok, where I just see that like trends are coming and going more quickly than ever before. Mm -hmm. I have been having like a really hard time committing to buying a designer bag. Like it had like logos, not really for me. Cause I'm like seeing that, that like they just kind of go out of style so quickly or can become cheesy or flashy. Right. So it's, it's, I'm like, all right. I'm just, just know I'm struggling along with you, which is also why when I found out about Vivrell, mm-hmm. this, <laughs> this is not sponsored. No, like this, this isn't sponsored. But like when they, I decided to work with them on Instagram, I was like, this is genius. Yeah, like, no, it's so smart. Like, so I'll just tell you what it is. <laughs> Might as well. It sounds like an ad, but you guys, it's not. <laughs> no, okay, Vivrell, it's like a membership, a members only club where you get to borrow a bag, a designer bag or accessory or jewelry, like even diamonds every month. Yeah. And you can for like keep a very affordable monthly. For right? a, yeah. So like you get that feeling of having a bag and you don't have to commit to one and yeah. hope that you'll love it for years and years and years. Like amazing. Okay. But, um, let's talk. So yes, when I started making money on Vanderpump Rules, I, I spent too much money on bags and I fully regret it. So I feel like nowadays now there's like one designer brand that like I fully truly love and I just personally feel like never goes out of style and that is Chanel right a classic style like not a new one like go on the real real or like a used a place where you can buy rebag rebag yeah like Vestaire I think is another mm-hmm. one or whatever like I most of all my Chanel's I've I've only bought one new one and that was just because I was in Paris. Right. And I remember calling my bank to warn them to be like, (laughs) I was on the phone for like two hours at a cafe being like, I I really want to just buy (laughs) this bag in Paris. I want to have this moment for myself. Yeah. So that was the only new one I ever bought. But I think that going, if you're going to buy a designer bag, find a brand. Chanel might not be you. That might not, you might not be like into like that ladylike, almost granny aesthetic, which I think to me, Chanel is like, you might be, I I really admire Bottega Veneta bags Mm -hmm. and they have always been a classic. They happen to be very trendy right now, but I feel like they still will always remain a classic, even when they become not trendy. You can always, um, 
go to other brands like Prada and Gucci and stuff and just find the ones that don't have like the big logos right. on them. There are ways that so you got to find out like what brand art do you identify with the most? When you look at their ads, when you look at what their their overall image is, which one gives you all the feels? So like try and decide that and that's where you go from there. And I would just like go and lean into buying something from um, a secondhand website. Yeah, you don't totally. Need, you don't need to buy your bags new. You guys, for real, the biggest scam in life is having is buying scam is, in life. is big is is buying a new bag, like a new designer bag, a new designer bag. Yeah. I can't get over how, how the prices nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. And I like, was. I, do you remember I was looking at that Celine bag a couple oh, days Celine's ago? Oh, Celine's a great, good one. They're also having a moment. They're I having mean, a moment. But like, it's a beautiful bag. It's Truly. stunning. It looks classic. But like, ooh, the thought of shelling out thousands of like thousands. more than my rent and then what happens Ugh. when celine that exact one goes away goes isn't really in style then you're like oh or like i'm sitting there wearing it all the time and it's in so many pictures and it's like oh it's not like this special thing anymore it's just like your bag you wear every day no well, i don't know i do think but see i do think it's important to have like one you know like one good big tote Right. That like is nice or something that you're like, I wear it all the time. It's made very well. It, I feel great when I put it on, mm -hmm. you know, or like, yeah, like having a little evening bag or something like when you go out to dinner at night, just something that makes you feel special. It's like all the in between. Yeah. Like moments. Moments. Mm -hmm. That's that's hard. I also had another thought that I did I didn't want to um, miss with this one. Shoot, what was it? Hold on. This is what it was. There's also I I now go down TikTok holes mm -hmm. of of rabbit holes of of like um, videos that are showing really great like handbag designers that aren't extra like. Uh, what's it called? Expensive. Uh, yeah, but like, well, yeah, you're not. It's not a Prada. It's not a Chanel. It's not something like that. But these bags are very well made. Like, there's was it Poland? Poland. Yeah, I was literally thinking of that. There's Paris sixty four. There's Favette. There's like, there's so many different ones out there. Kite. Oh, Kate. Kite. Kite or Kate. Kite is expensive though. Oh, it is. The bag that I want is twenty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's not as much as a bag like a designer bag would be. Correct. It's like higher middle tier. A really great way to find out about these like bag companies that are making really well-made bags like from quality materials and all that is to go on like Net-A-Porter and see all of the designers that they're featuring that they they sell their bags from. Mm -hmm. You can find like Net-A-Porter will still sell like $500 bags, which is yes, still expensive, but you're getting like a designer feel because there's no difference between a Chanel, honestly, yeah. and a $600 bag. They're made exactly the same. That's actually a really good tip because I rarely look at Net-A-Porter because I automatically think it's really expensive, like well, thousands. It is, but they have a lot of, they do have a lot of options. That are lower prices. That are lower I didn't prices. Know that. So you can go on TikTok and just like look up like different videos about that or go to someplace like Net-A-Porter and you'll like discover new brands for 
nice, well-made bags. Fun. I could talk about bags for a while. <laughs> I hope they gave her some kind of ideas. I know. It's hard to like recommend yeah. one specific bag. No, I can't pick one bag for you because I don't know what your style is and I don't know what you gravitate towards. Um, but I hope this helped a little bit. Okay, next question. Hey, Sassy. Uh, I am just calling in because I wanted some advice on how you would handle the situation. Um, I just recently got married, and I was on my honeymoon, and when we were on our honeymoon, we thought we were getting some sneak peeks of some of our photos, and we found out that all of the pictures from our wedding were lost. Um, the photographer somewhere between where she was traveling from to get back to L.A., um, TSA had gone through her belongings. She misplaced or TSA um, misplaced the memory cards from our wedding. Um, she had said that she could either refund us for um, all of the um, services for the wedding or we can kind of wait it out because sometimes TSA um, can find things uh, 30 to 60 days after. Um, so we are trying to be hopeful and see how things go um, and wait out, you know, those 30 to 60 days. Um, we said we didn't want to refund her because she did spend a lot of time with us throughout the day. She's a great person. Um, but just seeing what your advice would be um, regarding refunding her, fully refunding her. She got cut off a little bit, but still crazy question. She's way kinder. She's so nice. Than I would be in this situation. Mm -hmm. I bet this photographer is amazing. I bet she was such a sweetheart. I bet you bonded with her. I bet you had the best day together. And I bet she feels really and I bet you horrible. She feels ridiculously horrible. I, I can imagine those that her, her blood ran cold. Her heart fell into her butthole when she found this out. She's like, how am I going to tell these people? I get it. Okay. But this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, uh, once in a lifetime thing mm -hmm. to get married, hopefully. Okay. Right. This isn't a birthday party. This is your fucking wedding. And she should have gone right home from your wedding and backed that shit up. Mm -hmm. That she should have gone straight to her hotel, wherever she was saying she made the biggest fucking mistake and that is on her yeah so i would say this is the thing i would have demanded my bun money back 100 percent. the only thing that i would have been concerned about if i demanded my money back was that if she does end up finding right the file then she'd be like shady and not tell me no it doesn't sound like they have that kind of relationship anyway okay I think you're I think you're on the right track. I think I would say I would ask for the refund mm -hmm. because you got nothing from it. Like, yeah, she spent her time and everything, but like it doesn't. Oh, 100 she, she didn't deliver well, no. on that side. But if she did happen to find it, then maybe you could pay her like an hourly fee or something to edit them or a reduced yeah, rate or something like rate. that. But like. It's really, really nice of you to still want to pay her for her time. But like, no, she literally didn't do her job. No, that's called letting people walk all over you. You, This is your wedding. And her job was to deliver you photos for your fucking wedding. Yeah. And she didn't back up those photos. You get your money back. I don't care if she spent a day taking photos of your wedding. That's... That, that's not what you asked for. Yeah. You're paying for the photos, not the experience of having her there. I'm sorry. Like, 
absolutely not. Again, I feel bad for this photographer. That sucks so bad. But for all may you this, photographers out there, may this be a lesson. Back it up. <laughs> yeah, and you had a good point when we heard this question earlier. You were like, "I remember at your wedding, your photographer was." Const- they were constantly dumping the photos on the computer because yeah. we were looking at them, especially it was the night before and earlier on in your wedding day. Yeah. It was like they would take up photos for an hour and then they would immediately put them on the computer and a hard drive. Yeah. So like the, this photographer is going to has learned a lesson the hard way. I can't get over how nice you're being about this. Like that's a, one of my worst nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like that is I feel so badly for this person. It's really sad. It's really sad. I know that like there are way more important things going on in the world, but this is very disappointing and sad. Yeah, it is. Maybe hopefully you and your new husband can go do like a special couples photo shoot or something. Fuck it, no, it doesn't even matter. You don't think it's not the same just to have like some nice photos. It's not, uh, Lo, imagine if I didn't get any of those photos for my wedding. I mean, and then I was like, maybe we'll just go and take a photo shoot afterwards. Like it's, it doesn't make up for it. I don't think it makes up for it, but it might be nice for her to have for this moment in time. Hope you didn't fuck up your wedding dress. I hope you let people take photos at your wedding. <laughs> that would suck if you were like, no photos allowed. Yeah. Wow. I'm just know that like my heart hurts for you. Yeah. My heart hurts for you. Get your money back. Amen. Yeah. Hi, Stassi. I saw you at the Grove on Sunday and my heart literally sank because I love you so much. You were my favorite on Vanderpump Rules and I've been watching since season one. Um, And I really wanted to say hi to you, but I obviously saw that you were with Bo and Hartford and I respect that so much. I hope to meet you one day on a different occasion. Um, But my question is, How do you feel about people approaching you when you're out in public with your family, especially with Hartford? Thanks. I hope you can answer my question. I love you so much. And you looked so beautiful and chic. And obviously, it's you. Um, Thanks. Love you. Bye. Um, I actually, I really, I was kind of like thrilled with this question because I get really insecure in this, in this scenario sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I felt like this was a good opportunity to address it. The amount of times like I've had people get mad at me for saying no. Yeah. Because I'm with Hartford. Like it kind of blows my mind. Like I I like being approached, especially when someone is like um, just like has something to say. Like I like having an exchange with someone, meeting someone, shaking their hand. If they say something to especially if they're like, oh, my God, you know, I've, I follow your family and like Hartford's so cute or. Like, you're so lucky that, like, you found Bo, or do you know, or like, I've been a longtime listener of your podcast. Like, when someone comes up to me and gives me a detail about my life that, that they appreciate, like, that, that interaction that I'm having with someone means so much to me. Mm-hmm. It, it really does, like, fill up my love cup that day. It does. What doesn't is when, and this happens more frequently than someone coming up to me and wanting to have a moment with me, is that someone just comes up to me, barely like says, hello, I'm holding Hartford or I'm eating with Hartford or doing something like interact, have, or might, I might just be in a serious conversation with Bo or, or somebody. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they demand a photo. 
there's not even like, hi, I followed you for a while or like, hi, like I know who you are. Or like I it's just like it, the photos already, the camera's already out and it's just like they they jump in and, and just expect it without really asking or right. checking in to make sure I'm OK with it. And like that really bothers me because I've also seen like especially during 2020 I saw a lot of people not a lot I guess probably like a handful I'd say like you know four four photos someone would post of me and tag me and they were like guess it's not cool like I just wanted a photo but like I don't even like her I was never this like team Stassi anyway oh like, wow things like that so I'm like you're just getting a photo because you know I'm on a show or I was right. on a show and that makes me feel like an animal yeah <laughs> you know what I mean I I like having a, like an exchange with someone, a moment with someone. I don't like when it's just about the photo. Yeah. Especially if Hartford's there. Right. And so that's something that like, even like I remember I was at Disneyland with Hartford and it was the day that I went with Teddy Mellencamp. So Bo wasn't there with me. So I had to just be the, the parent the whole entire time. And a lot of people came up and they're like, hi, can I have a photo? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm with my daughter right now. And they would just... I could tell that they, their face was just like, what a bitch. And then she, they'd walk off and murmur something to their friends. And I'm like, what were they expecting? First of all, I'm never going to have my daughter in a photo. Mm -hmm. So like, that's never going to happen. Like, I don't ever want her to feel like that is a thing. Yeah. Okay. So my daughter will never be in a photo. So the alternative is I put her down and say, stay there, sweetie. Right. I need to, <laughs> I need to go take a photo with someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I never want her to think that uh, that anyone can just come in and interrupt me in Hartford's special time and I'll be and I'll leave her like that. Right. Like, no, I want Hartford to always know she is my priority. And I think it's she needs to see that sometimes when people come up to me, it's like, no, I'm here with Hartford. Hartford is my number one. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so that is that an, <laughs> does that answer I think it answers the question. Think, <laughs> I think that people might think that coming up quickly to grab a photo is like less intrusive than coming up and speaking to you. But I think it's important that you voice it like you would rather that connection and you prefer people like ask, you know, for the photo part of it. You never know the circumstances. You never know what that person's going through that day. Yeah. Like. And then with Hartford, I think that, you know, you obviously put her out on your social media here and there, but I think people don't realize how little it actually is and how protective you really are of her. And I think they feel like they know her. Yeah. So it's just those boundaries you have to keep enforcing. Yeah. You, you guys, know? like even like everyone who anyone who posts a photo of Hartford has to <laughs> text me and get it approved first. Even my mom. Even me. So like when my mom <laughs> posts photos of Hartford, I've already approved every. Yeah. everything like I'm I'm really I want to be in control I want me or Bo to be in control of whatever goes out about my children I just like I don't know there's something about just like the the d I feel like a little dehumanized when someone just comes up and is just like photo yeah and that's it right it's like this was all just to like this was to you show don't your care friends who yeah you saw. yeah I'm like you don't care about actually like saying hello or like having a moment it's yeah. I don't know it's so but at the same time obviously I can't sit there for 
five minutes and have a conversation with everyone who comes up to me. That's not what I'm asking. I, I, I think that it's just my ideal situation is when someone comes up to me and they're like, just like say one thing and they're like, oh my God, I just wanted to say like, um, it's so nice to meet you. I love, I saw your mommy dear store or whatever. Yeah. Or your Hartford is like so cute, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. What's your name? And like shake that person's hand. I'm like, I hope you have a really great day. Thank yeah. you. Like, that's like such a nice moment to have with somebody. You know, mm-hmm. I hope I don't sound like a brat. I would. I will say too, just being around you, I feel like a solid 85, 90 percent of people who come up to you do that. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I just get like it's always the bad things, though, the bad experiences that you remember. So like when I'm at Disneyland with Hartford and I'm like, this has happened like 15 times today where yeah. people have asked me for a photo and I've had to say no. And I can tell that they're like perturbed irritated I really do think once Hartford's old enough though she'll really appreciate that I hope you're right can you imagine like how annoying and how you would feel if if your mom was constantly stepping away from you to like take photos that would suck yeah like I want everyone to imagine their own mother them being a kid with their mom and their mom just constantly just being like sure you can interrupt me and my daughter yeah like I don't know. It's just like not what I want. Yeah. So thank you. This person, the fact that they saw and they were just respectful of the fact that I was with Hartford. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really, really nice. And next time you see her, go up and say hi. Just say like, hi, that was me. (laughs) That was me. You answered my question. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Last one. Also, wait. Oh. Sometimes you guys... I feel like I look really ugly that day and I don't want to take a photo because I don't like the way I look. Imagine if when you were having your ugly days, Mm -hmm. we all have them. People were demanding that you take photos with them and you know that they're going to be posted online and then circulated. That would suck, don't you think? (laughs) There have been so many times, especially when I go to the airport during tour where I had no makeup on. I'm pregnant. I felt like disgusting. And people would come up to me and I'm like... No, <laughs> I look really ugly. <laughs> I don't want this out. I don't want this out there of myself. Yeah. I'm so happy to meet you. Like, but like, please don't take my photo. <laughs> please. I look fugly. <laughs> I think that's fair. Right. Nobody wants to be photographed in an airport. No one wants to be photographed when they like aren't looking their best. Who has to ever go around taking photographs when they like don't look good? Yeah. No. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> that's it. Hey, Stassi, a longtime listener and fan of yours. Um, you had said in your mini magazine interview, you know, you talked about your postpartum journey with Hartford and really battling the decision, you know, to continue breastfeeding or to switch to formula. And that's something I'm currently um, battling with to um, you know, three and a half months postpartum and hoping that you can share any advice, you know, more about your journey and you know, anything that might help moms who might be feeling a little guilty or just, you know, kind of uncertain of how to make that change and, you know, trying to prioritize your baby, but then also your mental health. Um, and just any advice that you might have for moms, you know, things that you're taking into your next pregnancy, well, to this pregnancy with your, this next baby um, that might help help other moms too. Thanks. Love you. Okay, so I heard this question, this voicemail last month, but I saved it because I was doing an episode with Bradley. Yeah. And it's not, <laughs> Bradley wouldn't want to talk it was not about the this. Theme. It was not the theme, <laughs> but I thought that this question was really important um, because I 
really struggled with breastfeeding with Hartford. Like I didn't produce enough milk from the beginning, which I had a feeling was going to happen. I, because I have, I had gotten a breast reduction and a breast lift. I, I just had a feeling that it was going to be difficult. And so I had hired a lactation consultant to come over before I gave birth. Like I like tried to cover all my bases so that like I was as prepared as possible and I still didn't produce enough milk. I was right. I didn't produce enough. I was pumping a million times a day. Hartford had such a hard time latching. Like I was, my nipples were completely scabbed, bleeding. She was literally drinking bloody milk. She's like vampire vibes all the way. Like everything about my experience with breastfeeding was not good. Mm -hmm. Like I watched all of these women and some of them, like my friends, like Lala, it came so easy to her. Just like threw her baby onto her boob and like could just, I like even, even like the fact that they can just be out and do it without just just right there. I was so jealous. Like I had in order for me to kind of breastfeed and get any out, I had this like giant pillow <laughs> that wrapped around my whole body, nipple shield, like all of these different things like that. Like I couldn't just whip a boob out wherever I was. Like yeah. it was a process. It was a situation for me to breastfeed. And it finally got to the point where I'm like, well, I have to also supplement formula so that my baby is getting enough. And I remember a lot of when I was talking about this on Instagram, I was getting a lot of messages from people like, don't do it because then your milk supply will go even lower. Like, don't start with the supplementing. And I'm like, but but I'm not going to risk not feeding my baby enough. Right. Like, I understand that logic. That like if I'm replacing some of what's going into Hartford with the formula, I understand that my supply will go even lower, but I'm not willing to risk her not being fed enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do believe that just like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it's so easy for me to say, but like I still wrestle with these feelings, even with the second baby. Like I'm going to try and breastfeed again, mm-hmm. even though I hate it. I hated the experience. It'll probably suck again, but I want to try just because, you know, there's this pressure. I think I personally feel like formula is just as good as breast milk. I said it there. I said it. But there is still this pressure from the world to breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And if you choose not to, then you're selfish in some way. Yeah. And I... I wrestle so much with that still, even though I know better. And like, I remember with Hartford, I felt so depressed when I decided to stop because I finally was like, Bo, I feel so isolated with this whole pumping thing. Like, instead of waking up, I like I would I'd wake up and I'd be so excited to go and just like hold my baby. I couldn't do that. I had to wake up sit there with a fucking machine for 20 minutes, you know, then do that What I feel like it was like every hour. Yeah. So like I'd be out with my friends or like talking with someone. I'm like, sorry, I have to leave this conversation to go isolate myself again for 20 minutes. Do sit there with a machine. It's so uncomfortable. You feel disgusting. It's like then you have to wake up all throughout the night. You never have a good night's sleep. And I'm like, what am I doing this for? Like she like I I I feel lonely. I feel depressed. Like I feel isolated. I feel like this is taking up so much of my energy and my mental, this like mental space to be so worried about just this breastfeeding thing when there is this option for formula Mm -hmm. that is just as good for your baby. Yeah. So when I decided to stop, 
it was like really hard. It was really hard. I thought that it was just going to be like really easy because I'd be like, finally, I'm free of it. But then I started thinking to myself, oh, my God, if I was like a woman, like thousands of years ago in the jungle. I remember you saying that. I wouldn't have been able to keep my baby alive. Yeah. And that thought made me just like sob all the time. Like I wouldn't naturally be able to keep my baby alive. And so then I felt guilty about that. There's so many things that went into it. So I think I can't give anyone advice truly on whether you should or shouldn't Mm -hmm. or how long you should try or when you should stop. All I can say is that I am feeling and have felt like I've felt everything that you're feeling that like everything you're feeling is valid and normal. All the conflicting emotions, valid and normal. And I think that the priority should be that your baby is fed. That's it. Just fed. Okay. And also the mother's mental and emotional health. Like I, not to be selfish, (laughs) but I'm going to try to be selfish this time or more selfish this time around. If it's hard, if it's, if I'm seeing that it's just as hard as last time, I'm going to be like, not again. I'm going to be like, not again, because instead of enjoying those first few months, just fully, I was so stressed and like, angsty about breastfeeding and I'd like to really enjoy these first few months with this new baby without any of that stress like my emotional and mental health are are just as important yeah as that as as him getting (laughs) breast milk I mean I think it's a big privilege if people are able to breastfeed their baby for a long time and I think they should recognize that because not every woman can do that and no need to mom shame I know it is so like, crazy to like mom shame people who can't breastfeed when it is such a privilege. Like I wish that it was that easy for me. Yeah. I wish I could be like you. Of course you. you would do it if it was easy. Yeah. Like, of course. And when people, oh my God, the amount of messages people be like, you're just not trying hard enough or you didn't do this. Or you're not doing that. I'm like, you need to stop. I'm doing everything I possibly can. It's giving making decisions about other women's bodies. <laughs> so maybe let's not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe let's not comment. But I'm sorry that you are you're going through this too. And God, I'm scared. Yeah. The way I'm scared, like I have my like breast pump set up, my nipple covers in case oh and people being like, Well, stop using the nipple covers because that also makes you not produce as much. I'm like, Well, I'm sorry, my nipples are bleeding and I can't take that sort of pain right now. Okay, like I mean I'm scared. I also don't think that's true because I've known friends who have used that the entire time they breastfeed. Who knows? For different reasons. Who knows? Yeah. What's true and what's not. But I'm I'm legit scared to try this again. Well, I'm proud of you for even giving it a shot. Because I think some people would be like, oh, it didn't work the first time. I'm just not going to put myself through it. But good on you for trying again. Thanks. We'll see. Who knows? I feel like I should like put a time limit though. It's like how much like two weeks of if this if it's this hard. I mean I think you let yourself get pretty low before. So I think you'll know this time. I did three months last time. Yeah. Fuck. But you were sad. Yeah. Not the vibe you guys. Yeah. No. Being sad is just like not it. (laughs) Yeah. No. There's enough other stuff going on. We don't need to include that in the mix. Um, and I think that was the last question. That's the last question. Loved all those questions. Um, you guys, I will have one extra episode 
after this one, before I go on my two week break, it'll just be with a guest. Um, but that's it. Again, if you want to watch this or if you want to see here, there, there's so much more pregnancy and baby talk on Patreon because Bo and I record our weekly episodes of The Good, The Bad, The Baby. And that is truly like when we talk about our lives. It's not like we're interviewing people. It is audio reality version of our lives. It's very day to day. It's very funny. Yeah. So if you're somebody who's also interested, like wants to hear more about the, all the pregnancy stuff and that is there and videos and things like that. Um, but yeah, oh my God, it feels like I'm like saying goodbye to like my old self right now because it's like the last episode. Weird. Do you have anything to say to her? <laughs> Any wise words? Oh my God. Fucking good luck, bitch. <laughs> good luck, bitch. She's about to be a mother of two. Two crazy boy mom boy mom yeah (laughs) okay guys thank you so much for listening low thank you so much for being here if you want to go follow low it's at low french um anything else nope word please go and rate review and subscribe to this podcast good job bye bye